Hey, we got a got a new episode going up. It's uh, man, it is cold again. The day after Christmas, December the twenty sixth. I sat here at a few minutes ago after seven o'clock. I said, "Man, the temperature dropped again, twenty five uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida, in North Florida." Man, cold. Um, we'll check some other temperatures too. Man, on this uh, December the twenty sixth, checking the low temperatures. Uh, that's some important stuff. We've had some cold weather uh, the last the last several days, actually. Some cold weather uh, here in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. 25 is what our low got down to in the 7 o'clock hour on December the 26th, Monday morning, uh, December the 26th. The Jaguars won that Thursday night game over the Jets. The Jacksonville Jaguars, 19 the Jets three. That is the culmination of three wins in a row. Victories over Tennessee, victories over the Dallas Cowboys in overtime, and the 19 to three Thursday night win over the New York Jets. The Jacksonville Jaguars 19, the New York Jets three. Uh, I believe it was the second possession of the game. It was the game breaker, the backbreaker for the Jets. The Jaguars on their second possession on the Thursday night game, 16 plays for 96 yards, culminating with the Trevor Lawrence, I believe, one-yard uh, touchdown run. He just kind of leaped over the goal line, hung on to the ball. The ball got a little loose, but he hung on to it enough. And that was the only touchdown of the game. Jets got one field goal. Jaguars uh, kicker Riley Patterson kicked four field goals. He was four out of five on his field goal attempts. So Riley Patterson kicked four field goals. Trevor Lawrence scored a touchdown. Riley Patterson added the extra point. And he had a low-scoring victory for the Jaguars in that second-position drive of 96 yards and 16 plays. To kind of tell you what a backbreaker that was for the Jets, you know, the Jets had 20 plays. They ran 20 plays in the first half of that game for only 66 yards. I mean, the four-string quarterback came in in the second half, did a little bit better. But still, the Jets only managed three points the entire night. The Jaguars, man, they get those turnovers. They get the stops. And I think, and I hate to say this, I hate to, you know, kind of rain on the, the parade of the Jaguars, but the Jets' offense, man, they were terrible. They were. I mean, Wilson was abominable, the quarterback for the Jets. The four-string quarterback shook it up a little bit uh, when he came in. But, man, that was, just a, that was just a very poor offensive performance by the, um, by the New York Jets. I saw a nice running sack in that game by uh, Andre Sisco very early in the game, which I think was kind of a – I think that was a key play defensively for the Jaguars as well. So the Jaguars now seven and eight. Um, the Titans are now seven and eight too. They unbelievably lost to the Texans on Saturday. That would have been Saturday, December the twenty fourth. They lost to the Texans. It was the Texans winning that game, I believe, nineteen to fourteen. The Houston Texans nineteen. The Tennessee Titans, 14, the final score with the Jags win on Thursday. And with the Titans' loss on Saturday, 
uh, December the 24th. The two teams are in a, a dead heat at 7-8. and eight. The Jaguars simply are in first place because they own the tiebreaker. They won their game. They won their game, their lone game against the uh, Tennessee Titans. Um, just, uh, what, about two or three weeks ago, they beat the Titans. Um, the final score of that game was decisive. I mean, the Jaguars won that game. What did that game end up? It ended up 36-22. The Jaguars 36, the Titans 22, you know, almost three weeks ago now. The Jaguars beat the Titans. They beat the Cowboys, and they beat the Jets. Three victories in a row, back to back to back. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report Podcast. We're coming at you, brought to you by Elegant Time Travel. If you want to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, be like Tony Baselli. Go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Tony was inducted in 2022. Uh, Jags former running back Fred Taylor, I think he's going to get in in the next year or two. So why not get up there if you're a Jaguars fan or a fan of any team? You can go through elegant time travel. And I'm going to give you the phone number to contact uh, the one and the only Dee McDermott. And uh, he's running the trips out of Jacksonville and North Florida. It's going to be in June, by the way, June the 8th through June the 12th. So you can contact Dee and say, hey, I'd like to go. What do I got to pay down to go? I think the tickets are $600 a piece. However, you can pay a little down a little each month between now and the trip. He'll work with you on that. Let's give you the phone number for Dee uh, Dee McDermott for Elegant Time Travel and Dark Diamond Entertainment. Here we go. Got the phone number to call Dee Dee McDermott. The Pro Football Hall of Fame trip is coming up. For more details, please call Dee Dee McDermott. That's Dee Dee. You can call him D or D.D. McDermott at 904-442-3810, 904-442-3810. There's going to be free breakfast. It's basically four days, three nights, June the 8th through June the 12th of 2023. Hope to see you there. Be there. Phone number to contact D.D. McDermott about the Hall of Fame trip, June the 8th through June, June the 12th. That's June the 8th through June the 12th of 2023. Take the trip to Canton, Ohio to view the hall, the Pro Football Hall of Fame Museum, uh, the busts, the, the films. They're even going to take you on a tour of the, the Hall of Fame football stadium where the, traditionally the first preseason or exhibition game, if you will, is played when training camps open up in the NFL. Take a tour of Tom Benson Stadium. I think it holds like over 23,000 people. It's kind of an intimate atmosphere with that stadium it's kind of like a big high school football stadium where they have an nfl preseason game each and every year if you'd like to go take this hall of fame trip please call dd mcdermott 904-442-3810 904-3810 for elegant time travel and dark diamond entertainment we're also brought to you by Saucer Realty and Capital, uh, for your North Florida real estate needs, please contact Larry Saucer at Saucer Realty and Capital. You will be very glad you did. Um, Larry handles home and residential real estate. Also handles business commercial real estate, whether you're buying or selling. Maybe you're wanting to move to this beautiful area of North Florida. Maybe you're already here and you want to buy another property or you want to sell your property. 
contact Saucer Realty and Capital, go to our website, bigjreport.com, bigjreport.com. Scroll our homepage all the way down to our North Florida weather information, where I tell you, it's cold this morning. We got down to 25 earlier this morning in Jacksonville, Florida. Cold right now, but most of the year, great temperatures, great weather. We get a little bit, you know, in North Florida, we get a little bit more cool air than, say, further on down south in the state of Florida. But great weather. I kind of like a little bit of uh, cold or, or, or cool uh, weather from time to time. Again, we got down to 25. Make sure you contact Saucerility and Capital. Go to our website at bigjreport.com, bigjreport.com. And scroll the homepage, and you'll find the weather information. You'll find the link for Saucerility and Capital about halfway down through our weather information. We're also brought to you by LakeUfallahits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. They got rock Saturdays on Saturday in the evening at night. Hits 2000s, Monday through Friday nights. Late at night, they got uh, deep cuts, album tracks, unique songs late at night, and recognizable hits during the office hours. You know, they're going to have recognizable hits Monday through Friday, you know, from early in the morning till late in the afternoon, you know, before Hits 2000s starts Monday through Friday night. I mean, they got the whole package for you. Great music, around the clock, a variety of things happening recognizable hits during the daytime, some late night album tracks, deep cuts, unique songs late at night, rock Saturdays. They got it all. LakeUfallahits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. LakeUfallahits.com. Also, don't forget about the Mad Max Mix. The Mad Max Mix Wednesday nights. It's the internet radio Wednesday night music request show with Mad Max. The MadMaxMix.Weebly.com. You can find a quick uh, to click on link at BigJReport.com. Go to BigJReport.com. BigJReport.com. Go to the Neighbors 2 page where we got the concert listings. You'll find a link for the Mad Max Mix. Click on the link. Go to our Neighbors 2 section or the Outside the Box section. Then we have a little article about Mad Max's show each Wednesday night, 6 to 8 Central Time, 7 to 9 Eastern Time, the madmaxmix.weebly.com. So we appreciate you tuning in, saluting our sponsors, the Mad Max Mix, LakeUfallahits.com, great internet radio where it's all good, elegant time travel, handling the Pro Football Hall of Fame trip going to Canton, Ohio, uh, June the 8th of 2023, running June the 8th through June the 12th. And Saucer Realty for your real estate needs. See Larry Saucer and his staff at Saucer Realty and Capital uh, right here in North Florida. You'll find the link to Saucer Realty and Capital by going to bigjreport.com. Bigjreport.com. Scroll the homepage all the way down to our 24 7 North Florida weather information. And about halfway through our weather report, we got a really concise and detailed and in-depth weather report for North Florida about halfway through there, you will find the link about halfway through. You'll find the link for saucer realty and capital talking about the Jaguars. The Jaguars are seven and eight. The Titans are seven and eight. It's kind of creating an interesting scenario where 
Whereas the Jaguars win the last two games, they win the AFC South, and they're in the playoffs, I believe, is the fourth seed in the AFC. Even if they lose to the Texans in Houston on Sunday, January the 1st, the Jags are actually a five-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. Even if they lose that game, they can still win the division by beating the Titans on January the 8th, Tennessee at Jacksonville. So that's what's coming up on the schedule. January the 1st, Sunday, January the 1st, the Jags at Houston. January the 8th, the Jacksonville Jaguars will host the Tennessee Titans. If they win one of the two games, better make sure it's against Tennessee. And if they win both games, they're automatically winning the AFC South title. The Jacksonville Jaguars control their destiny. Uh, By the way, you know, not to kind of tease Jaguars fans, but, you know, the Titans could lose again before they play the Jaguars. They got a game with the Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys are 11-4. and The Tennessee Titans are 7-8. and That game will be played at Nissan Stadium. That'll be a Thursday night game, December the 29th at 8.15 p.m. So... The Titans could come into Jacksonville 7-9. and nine. You know, the Jags, if they lose, and, and, I mean, God forbid they lose in Houston to a two-win team, but Houston just beat the Titans last week. So anything, anything in the NFL can happen. Anything. I mean, the, the, the good teams or even the great teams can lose to the bad teams on any given Sunday and vice versa. We're seeing a lot of close games decided in the fourth quarter. Hey, that's what the NFL has wanted all along. No matter how good or how bad the officiating actually has been, and it has been the last five or six years. Um, We have had cold weather in Jacksonville. Uh, Saturday morning, December the 24th, we got down to 25. Christmas morning, Sunday, December the 25th of 2022, we got down to 21. And I have to change our load this morning. We actually, in the 7 o'clock hour, got down to 25. It was 27. Now it's down to 25 in the 7 o'clock hour on Monday morning, December the 26th. You fall Alabama where the the coffee corner is going on in south-southeast Alabama. And we got listeners in the uh, corner of south-southeast Alabama. Those guys have got 10 degrees. 10 degrees. I've seen an 18 uh, a few days ago. I saw 18 in Yavala. A couple of days ago, I saw 11. 10 might be the coldest temperature I've seen in that pocket of south-southeast Alabama, in that corner of south-southeast Alabama near the Georgia border. Uh, They do have, amazingly enough, 10 degrees this morning. Can you believe that as we record this podcast on Monday December the 26th, we're going to talk, we promised the last episode, now you're listening to episode show, we want to be concise, this is now episode show number 74, and on the last episode we talked about, hey, we're going to, we're going to go over the, uh, we're going to go over the BigJReport.com, SEC Power Rankings, where it is now as of December the 26th of 2022. This actually includes some of the bowl games, some of the early bowl games, and the SEC championship game where Georgia routed LSU 50-30 to by 20 points. 
So let's take a look. Let's give a quick uh, gander and quick look at the BigJReport.com SEC Power Rankings. Georgia at the top, and they're going to be in the four-team playoff. Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and TCU. Georgia will play the four-seed Ohio State. Michigan will play TCU, right? That's right. Georgia playing Ohio State. Um, Michigan will play TCU, those games. Those games are actually coming up. Let's see. Those, I've got a schedule of the Final Four Bowl games. Um, let's see. Georgia is actually going to play in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Georgia versus Ohio State on December the 31st, 8 o'clock p.m. kickoff time on ESPN. And on that same day, December the 31st, Michigan will play TCU at 4 o'clock p.m. in the Fiesta Bowl as part of the four-team playoff. So, on um, again, on December the 31st, you've got Michigan playing TCU at 4 o'clock p.m., Georgia playing Ohio State at 8 o'clock p.m., and then the two winners will absolutely collide for the national championship. Back to the SEC power rankings, as we do have them up for you today. We've kind of been researching it. Let's hit the SEC power rankings really, really quick. The BigJReport.com. College football, SEC power rankings, the BigJReport.com, SEC power rankings, Georgia 13-0, number one. We got Tennessee up to two at 10-2. Alabama 10-2 and then third. They're third in the SEC power rankings. Um, LSU is fourth at nine and four. Mississippi State and God, God love the Leach family and bless the Leach family in the passing of their loved one, Mike Leach. Um, man, I, 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 I watched coach Leach. He won the egg bowl, his final game, Mississippi state beat Ole Miss 24, 22. He passed away just a few days ago and he passed away just a few days after the egg bowl victory. He went out a winner in his last game. Uh, you know, he had, uh, you know, some issues with his heart. I think basically he had um, a, a cardiac event and ended up passing away. And this is this is something that hit hit home with me, hit hit me hard. And and uh, the reason why I, I I a lot of people like Mike Leach, but you know one of our sponsors, Saucer Realty and Capital, Larry Saucer, told me a couple of years ago, man, he really liked Coach Mike Leach. So I started watching the YouTube videos of Mike Leach. They're really good. And even more importantly, I started watching Mike Leach's press conferences the last couple of years. I did notice that this year, and even more so this year, he had a really bad cough during the press conferences and most of the press conferences. Sadly, he passed away, and Mike Leach was was only 61. Hate to see him go. He'll be missed by many. Went out a champion, the old pirate Mike Leach. Mississippi State finishes eight and four. I've got them fifth in the SEC power rankings. So, so God bless Mike Leach. He's in a better place now in heaven, the old pirate. Um, he goes way back with Hal Mummy. I saw Hal Mummy speak about him. I think it was during a celebration of life, almost like part of the, the funeral services for Mike Leach. Um, Hal Mummy and Hal Mummy. And Coach Mike Leach were kind of innovators in 
some of the guys that kind of invented the air raid offense. I mean, it kind of goes back before those two guys too, but they took variations maybe from other people, but how mummy and Mike Leach, they like to throw it around, didn't they? Uh, so I got again, Georgia, number one in the sec power rankings in the big J report.com sec power rankings, Georgia, number one at 13 and zero. Tennessee at 10 and 2, Alabama 10 and 2 at number 3, LSU at 4, 9 and 4, Mississippi State at 5, 8 and 4, Ole Miss 8 and 4 at 6th, uh, 7th place, South Carolina 8 and 4, Kentucky is 8th at 7 and 5, Arkansas 9th at 6 and 6. I've been hearing lately that there's some players leaving Arkansas. I guess they're trying to look for another. NIL deal or what what have you, man. Things are changing in college football. It's not the same game with the same rules as it was years ago. Arkansas finished ninth in the uh, SEC Power Rankings, the BigJReport.com SEC Power Rankings, Arkansas 6-6. Six and six. I got Florida way down at 10th. The Florida Gators 6-7, and seven, finishing 10th in the SEC. Um, I mean, Florida was six and seven. You lose that many games and you're not going to finish in the top half of the SEC. And these are overall records, by the way. Again, Arkansas, ninth at six and six. Florida, 10th at six and seven. Missouri, 11th at six and seven. Missouri lost their bowl game to Wake Forest 27 to 17 the other day as well. So Missouri, six and seven. Missouri, six and seven and 11th in the BigJReport.com SEC power rankings. Auburn, five and seven. They got a new coach now. Uh, Harson is out. Coach Hugh Freeze, uh, the Liberty coach, has taken over at Auburn. Auburn finished the 2022 season with a record of five and seven. I've got him 12th in the SEC power rankings. I got Vanderbilt 13th at five and seven. And Big Jimbo doing the limbo. Jimbo doing the limbo. Texas A&M had a nightmarish season of five and seven. They didn't go bowling. And I got Texas A&M with all that talent dead last in the SEC at 14 in the BigJReport.com SEC Power Rankings. Thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. The next game for the Jaguars is coming up on Sunday, January the 1st. We're going to take, you have to take it one game at a time. There's just two regular season games left, but the next game, the Jacksonville Jaguars play in Houston. In Houston against the Texans, the Jacksonville Jaguars on the road in Houston. This Sunday, January the 1st, the uh, Jaguars are actually a five and a half point favorite in this game. Also, if you're wondering what the uh, Tennessee Titans are doing, they're going to play the Cowboys on Thursday night football, December the 29th, kickoff at 8.15. Cowboys 11-4 playing the Tennessee Titans at Nissan Stadium. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Again, the Jags a five-and-a-half point favorite on the road in Houston. Uh, This Sunday, January the 1st, the Jags at Houston at 1 o'clock. More of the Teal Shirt Report podcast coming up. Going to congratulate some high school football championship teams coming up on our podcast today. On this uh, Monday, Monday morning, December the 26th. Going to congratulate some high school state football champions throughout Florida, Georgia, and even Alabama. We're going to do that next on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. we got North Florida Entertainment coming up as well. I promised you I'd get to the power rankings. So there you go, the BigJReport.com SEC power rankings. 
and more of the Teal Shirt Report podcast certainly coming up. Stand by and stay tuned. I'll even run down some of those cold temperatures coming up, too, for December 26th. So stand by and stay tuned. This is the Teal Shirt Report podcast, and you're listening to episode show number 74. Thank you for listening. Okay, the Till Shirt Report podcast episode show number 74. It is it is actually Monday, December the 26th, another cold morning in Jacksonville. I got cold before Christmas, got cold the morning of Christmas. We got down to 21 Christmas morning, but hey, this morning, the day after Christmas, December the 26th, we got down to 25 some of the early morning low temperatures across our, our many areas where folks listen to us, Jacksonville, Florida, 25 degrees, and clear Atlanta, Georgia, 21 degrees. You fall Alabama, shall we say it, 10 degrees? Boy, Brother JC getting cold, our producer, 10 degrees in uh, that pocket of South Southeast Alabama, you fall Alabama. Those temperatures were taken at about 7.33 a.m. on Monday morning, December the 28th. Lake City, Florida, 24 degrees and very cold in uh, Lake City. Let's see, had another temperature, some Central Florida action for you here. Even in Central Florida, it's cold. Apopka, 32 degrees and cloudy and cold. Apopka again, Lake City, Florida, 24 degrees and very cold under clear skies. And again, the early morning low temperatures in Jacksonville, Florida, 25. Uh, clear, it's clear in Jacksonville. Um, and I'm looking at sunshine out the window now. Uh, got down to 25 in Jacksonville, Florida during the seven o'clock hour. Um, this morning on Monday morning, December the 26th. Uh, clear skies in Atlanta, Georgia, 21 degrees. Eufaula, Alabama, wow, 10 degrees at 7.33 a.m. on Monday morning, December the 26th. Looking at the injury uh, situation with the Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, the three straight victories are great over the Titans, uh, Cowboys, and then the 19-3 win over the New York Jets. It is great to win three in a row. It's great to be tied with the Titans for the division lead. Technically, the Jaguars are in first place due to the tiebreaker because they beat the Titans 36-22 to uh, 22 about three weeks ago. But they got another meeting with the Titans coming up um, on actually the game will be January the 8th of 2023. We're talking about the new year, January the 8th of 2023. It's going to take me a little while to get used to saying that. Jags play at Houston on Sunday, January the 1st. The Jaguars will host the Tennessee Titans in what in all likelihood will be for the AFC South title on uh, Sunday, January the 8th. That's a 1 o'clock kickoff, but I'm hearing rumors they could move that to 4 o'clock or 
I mean, if it's, it proves that it's for the, the AFC South division title, they might move it. They might move it to four o'clock. Heck, they might move it to Sunday night. TV does what they want. And we'll have to follow along because after all, a lot of people and most people watch the games on TV. We don't know what the weather conditions would be like on January the 8th. Um, we'll wait to see what happens. I'm not even going to look at a line on that game yet. I do know the Jaguars at the Houston Texans game coming up this Sunday, January the 1st. The Jaguars on the road are actually a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Sometimes you can throw those lines right out the window. I mean, Houston just got finished beating the Tennessee Titans. So let's see what happens. Injury situation, you know, you you got the good news and the bad news. You win three games in a row as the Jaguars have. However, Dewan Smoot got injured in the Jets game. And I was told by, I believe John Gaylor told me that it was a non-contact injury. He slipped down, I believe, on a wet turf up in uh, New York at MetLife Stadium. Very sad. Um, he's out for the season. This is a guy that um, was drafted by the Jaguars in the third round. I think he was a – I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to go out on a limb. There's no doubt it was he was a Tom Coughlin pick when Coach Tom Coughlin was the executive vice president. I believe that was clearly a guy that Tom Coughlin wanted. Dave Codwell officially made the pick, but I think that was Tom Coughlin's pick. And I've said that about other players too. But Dewan Smoot picked in the third round. Dewan Smoot got a little bit of a cocky attitude coming out of college. He said, hey, I should have been a late first round pick. And maybe he should have. He's played great football. He's been among the sack leaders for the Jaguars this year where some guys have showed up and some have not. Dewan Smoot, he will be missed. So we've got other guys, uh, Devon Hamilton. Roy Roberts and Harris, these guys have got to step up. And Trayvon Walker, if he can finally get back, he's missed a couple of weeks. Trayvon Walker uh, missed the Cowboys victory. Trayvon Walker missed the victory over the Jets. I keep hearing through the grapevine that he will be back We'll see, but I hear he's going to be back for the game in Houston as the Jaguars play in Houston this coming Sunday, January the 1st, 1 o'clock kickoff. Jaguars a five-and-a-half-point favorite. So Dewan Smoot is done. He's got a very bad – Dewan Smoot has a very bad Achilles injury. He's finished for the year. On the, on the offense, you've got Cam Robinson, the left tackle. He's done for the year with a meniscus injury. You've got guys bothered with, and they're still playing, of course. You know, I know that, I know that uh, the right guard uh, sheriff, you know, has been bothered by. I believe I, I keep hearing either a hamstring or a growing injury, but again, it hasn't been serious enough where he's not been able to play. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has had the toe issue, but he seems to be playing pretty good with a bad toe, right? If it's a bad toe, um, Trevor Lawrence is strung together some some really, really good games. And the Jaguars have found them, without a doubt, a franchise quarterback. I mean, J.C., our executive producer, said, hey, Scott, Trevor Lawrence, man, it's his team. Oh, there's no doubt. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Um, 31 out of 32 GMs would have drafted Trevor Lawrence number one overall if they had if they had had the pick like the Jaguars had. I'm saying 31 out of 32, probably 32 out of 32 
if they were smart. Now, Justin Fields is a good quarterback. He's getting beat up a lot because he's trying to run the ball up the middle and take on the linebackers. But Justin Fields is a good quarterback. But I don't think he's a Trevor Lawrence. I really don't. Trevor Lawrence, in my mind, if he stays healthy, he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, maybe in the top ten of all time. And if he if he stays healthy and continues to pro- progress, I see no reason why he's not going to continue to progress under the tutelage of Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson. They've now got the Jaguars up to uh, seven and eight, of course. We are going to take a look at uh, North Florida Entertainment, right? Oh, by the way, I want to congratulate Riley Patterson in the Jets game. He was four out of five on field goals. Trevor Lawrence did run a touchdown in from one yard out. Points were kind of at a premium. The Jaguars did beat the Jets in that Thursday night game. The Jacksonville Jaguars 19. The New York Jets three, right? Trevor got the touchdown, and Riley Patterson kicked four field goals and also an extra point. Let's now take a look and congratulate some of these teams. In fact, let's congratulate all of them that have won state champions, state championships. Um, here's what we got. Hawthorne. Hawthorne defeated Northview. Let's see. Hawthorne uh, defeated Northview. It was uh, Hawthorne defeating Northview 13-10. Hawthorne wins the state championship. First Baptist Academy in Naples defeated Trinity Catholic from Ocala 21-3. Central Miami won a state championship in 2M. You know, they've changed all the classifications. You're either, I guess, Metro. What's the S stand for? Suburban, I think. Um, So these are all, you know, the classifications. There's several state champions. Um, Hawthorne defeated Northview. Hawthorne's a state champion, First Baptist Academy out of Naples. Uh, Central Miami won the state championship in Florida. Uh, so did uh, Coco. Uh, I thought the Clearwater Central Catholic game went the other way, but now I'm I'm seeing something updated where shot did Chaminade win the state championship out of Hollywood? That's what it's saying here. I thought the game went the other way. You, you just never know. They're updating information all the time. We'll have to update. We'll have to actually update that. Uh, Columbus out of Miami defeated Apopka, sixteen to thirteen. So Apopka's dream of a state championship came to an end with a three-point loss a few days ago. The Lakeland Dreadnoughts won the four S title. Um, Lakeland, the Dreadnoughts defeated Venice twenty-one to fourteen. Uh, I didn't, I had no idea there was six man teams says here, the FSS, a six man title game, six man. I had, I had no idea about this Gainesville Christian community of Gainesville defeated Hernando Christian Academy of Brooksville, 55 to 54. So some offense in that one in the six man. That sounds like something we used to play in the backyard uh, when I was a kid growing up. Might have been less than, might have been four man or three man when I was a kid and we were playing. Okay. FIFC, uh, Archbishop Carroll out of Miami defeated Ransom uh, Everglades out of Miami 20 to 14. Uh, Sunshine State, eight man A, Ocala Christian, Ocala defeated 
Classical Academy out of Sarasota, 44 to nothing. Masters Academy out of Vero Beach won a eight-man state title over Sarasota Christian. I had no idea there were some of these leagues that had the eight-man going. What was the one I told you about earlier? The six-man? This is kind of a surprise as I'm looking at all this. I didn't realize all this as far as uh, there being an eight, some eight-man leagues in high school football where everybody can play. I mean, it's great to have participation. Um, I think I, I did see a six-man uh, league earlier. Gainesville Christian Community out of Gainesville won the six-man. Okay. So uh, the Sunshine State eight-man AAA was uh, Shorecrest Prep. St. Petersburg defeated Donahue Catholic. Donahue Catholic, uh, uh, Ave Maria, 42 to nothing. Wow. Wow, man, it's a lot of a lot of football. Cornerstone Charter Academy out of Bell Isle won the Sunshine State AA. Sunshine State AAA. Faith Christian out of Orlando beat, beat Tradition Prep out of Port St. Lucie. A lot of schools in Florida. Gateway Charter out of Fort Myers defeated Harvest Community out of Jacksonville. I'm not even familiar with Harvest Community, but uh, Gateway Charter out of Fort Myers defeated Harvest Community out of Jacksonville, 35-14. to 14. It was not a good year for Jacksonville schools. Closest champions we had were uh, Ware County, Georgia, up in uh, southeast Georgia, won a state championship. And who was the other one? Hawthorne uh, won a state championship. And, of course, they're not located in Jacksonville, but. Uh, some other titles, Sunshine State Championship, Lake Highland Prep out of Orlando defeated Mount Dora Christian Academy, Mount Dora 44 to eight Sunshine, uh, 5A St. Stephen's Episcopal Bradenton defeated Legacy Charter, a 47 to seven. I think they didn't mention, they didn't mention eight man. That's 11 man with, uh, St. Stephen's Episcopal Bradenton defeating Legacy Charter, Coey, 47-7. I do want to double-check. I do want to really double-check that game, the Chaminade-Madonna game out of Hollywood. I know a guy that follows Chaminade-Madonna, so we'll we'll check in with him as well. Uh, Over in Georgia, Mill Creek won a state title, defeating Carrollton. Mill Creek put 70 points on the board. Hoshton. That's the Austin, Georgia area. Mill Creek defeated Carrollton 70 to 35. Let's count how many A's were in that. That's 7A. 6A, Langston Hughes out of Fairburn defeated Gainesville 35-28. Ware County from just across the state line in southeast Georgia. Ware County, uh, Ware County from Waycross defeated Warner Robins 38 to 13. And let's see, that was in 5A and 4A. Benedictine out of Savannah defeated Cedartown. Benedictine out of Savannah defeated Cedartown 14 to 13. Sandy Creek out of Tyrone a few days ago defeated Cedar Grove out of Ellenwood. Sandy Creek out of Tyrone won the state championship over Cedar Grove in Ellenwood 21 to 17. And Double A Thompson defeated the Fitzgerald Purple Hurricanes. Thompson defeated Fitzgerald Thompson 32, Fitzgerald 27. Uh, in the AD1, Prince Avenue Christian out of Athens, uh, 52, Swainsboro, 34. These are all state championship games. Uh, Bowden defeated Schley County. Jim McFather used to be the coach at Schley County up in Ellaville. They went all the way 
to the state championship and lost to Bowden. Bowden, 39. Schleich County out of Ellaville, 31. And we've got uh, 11-man double-A Cherokee. Cherokee Christian Woodstock defeated Skipstone Academy of Griffin 16-9. Eight-man double-A Sherwood Christian Academy out of Albany defeated Unity Christian out of Rome 43-40. So congratulations to Sherwood Christian Academy out of Albany winning a state championship. Uh, Praise Academy, Praise Academy. Powder Springs defeated uh, Kingsway Christian out of Douglasville 12 to 8 a few days ago, and that was in the eight-man Class A uh, league, or classification, I should say. GIAA 4A, St. Ann Pacelli out of Columbus, won the state championship 10 to nothing over Stratford Academy out of Macon. GIAA AAA, John Millage Academy in Milledgeville defeated Deerfield Windsor out of Albany. Man, they beat them too. John Millage Academy, Milledgeville, 49. Deerfield wins out of Albany, nothing. Central Fellowship, Christian Academy, Macon, defeated Brentwood, Sandersonville, 46-7 in the state championship game. Uh, GIAA, Class A, Jefferson County, uh, that's in Louisville, Georgia, or Louisville, Georgia, defeated Toombs County out of Lyons, 38-8. The GIAA eight-man David Emanuel Academy Stillmore defeated Windsor Academy Macon. David Emanuel Academy Stillmore 32, Windsor Academy Macon 14. Uh, the final scores at some of the uh, state championship games that were played in Georgia. Slipping up to Alabama. Uh, Thompson won the 7-8 title. That's Thompson out of Alabaster, defeated Auburn. Alabaster, that's right. Thompson out of Alabaster, defeated Auburn 49-24. Thompson wins a state title in 7-A. 6-A in Alabama. Uh, Sarah Lind defeated Mountain Brook out of Birmingham 38-17. Ramsey out of Birmingham in 5-A, defeated Charles Henderson out of Troy. Ramsey out of Birmingham, 41. Charles Henderson out of Troy, 20. Uh, in 4A, Andalusia won the title there. Andalusia, 28. Cherokee County, 7. Uh, in 3A, St. James Montgomery defeated Piedmont. It was St. James Montgomery, 45. Piedmont, 28. Um, five. Not Barney Fife, but Fife defeated Comer out of uh, uh, Silicaga, 540. That's Fife, P-Y-F-F-E, 540, and Comer out of Silicaga, 28. So Fife did win the state championship, no matter how much we're kind of poking fun at the name. Fife won the state title, and I'm sure they don't think their name's funny. They're awfully proud of their name, and they won the state title, 540. That's 540. Comer out of Silicaga, 28. That's in 2A. In 1A, Leroy defeated Pickens County. Uh, let's see. Leroy defeated Pickens County. That's interesting. Leroy, 42. Pickens County Reform, 20. That's what they're called. Pickens County Reform, 20. And that's uh, another state title game uh, over in uh, Alabama, over and up in Alabama. Uh, AISA, AAA, Lee Scott Academy in Auburn defeated Glenwood in Phoenix City 
AISAA. Uh, Patrician Academy Butler defeated Clark Prep Grove Hill 60 to nothing. Lowndes Academy and uh, uh, Loundersboro defeated Jackson Academy and Jackson 24 to 8. That was an AISA Class A. ACSC Evangel, I'm sorry, Evangel Christian Academy out of Montgomery defeated the Lighthouse Homeschool in Juanana 55 to 15. Uh, Christian six man, man, every state has this. And I didn't realize that Christian six man, Pineview Christian at a, at a harvest, Pineview Christian harvest defeated Chilton Christian Academy in, uh, Jemison 74 to 48. That's a lot of points, but it's six man Christian six man, Pineview Christian harvest 74, uh, Chilton Christian Academy 48, man, they were running up and down the field, weren't they? Christian eight-man Russell Christian Academy in Meridian defeated Jacksonville, Alabama Christian Academy in Jacksonville, Alabama, 44 to 22. So we're only going to give you three states, but those are the main states that we give you a little information in. North Florida, South Georgia, pocket of South, Southeast Alabama. And when you're talking about state titles, it's going to move into the realm of, yeah, you got to talk about the entire state when you're talking about state titles now, Florida, Georgia, and throughout Alabama. I will update that Chaminade game probably on the next podcast, I'm assuming, to see which way that game really went. Because I, I saw it one way, and then on the state championship results, I saw it another way. So we'll have to double-check that one with uh, Chaminade Madonna. Let's take a look now at uh, North Florida Entertainment. Boy, the Jacksonville Icemen, man, are, are hot on ice, man. I uh, I saw Bob Arablo in our BigJReport.com Facebook group pop up and say, yeah, we won eight out of nine. The only loss was actually an overtime loss to Orlando, so it finished tie, uh, tie, as a tie in regulation. But the Jacksonville Icemen have officially won eight games out of their last nine. Check of the standings. Let's take a look at the latest in the Southern Division. Atlanta's got 34 points. South Carolina with 33. The South Carolina Stingrays. Atlanta's known as the Gladiators. They got 34 points. South Carolina Stingrays, 33 points. Florida Everblades from South Florida, 33 points. Jacksonville Iceman from North Florida, 33 points. Tied for second, third, and fourth. With uh, with also Florida with 33 total points and South Carolina with 33 points. Atlanta leads the East Coast Hockey League Southern Division with 34 points. Again, Jacksonville has 33. Florida has 33. The South Carolina Stingrays with 33. The uh, Greenville Swamp Rabbits with 32 in fifth place. Orlando with 25 points in sixth place. Those are 25 points in the standings in the East Coast Hockey League Southern Division. Orlando with 25 points. Savannah, the new team in the East Coast Hockey League, um, the new team in the East Coast Hockey League, the Savannah Ghost Pirates, bring up the rear in seventh place in the Southern Division with 23 points. The Jacksonville Icemen are 16-9-1, 16 wins, nine losses, and one overtime loss. The Icemen, as Bob Arabolo, who's part of the management group, popped up in our BigJReport.com Facebook group on a post and said, hey, the Jacksonville Icemen have won eight of their last nine games. That's pretty darn good. The Jacksonville Icemen are hot on ice. 
and I, I did mention to Bob Arabla we'd like to interview him. And Bob said, great. So we'll, we'll be doing that interview real soon. So thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We are going to take a look real quickly at North Florida Entertainment. Psychic Deli's out there. They're going to be playing on uh, January the 21st at the Boost War in Atlantic Beach again. They were there, you know, right before Christmas. Now they're going to be back on January 21st. Um, let's now take a look at some of the shows coming up. America's going to be at the Florida Theater on January the 20th. If you go to our Neighbors 2 section, you'll see the concert listing, concert listings. You'll also see a nice article by our freelance writer, JC, who was up in Tennessee this past summer at, um, you know, at some great shows, Bonnaroo up in Manchester, Tennessee. And JC took some pictures up there, wrote a nice article, and you can find that in our Neighbors 2 section. As far as the latest shows and the latest concerts coming up, Again, Psychic Deli, North Florida local band, was at Cheers back on Friday, October the 14th, several weeks ago of 2022. I had a chance to go to that. Man, Psychic Deli does a great job on a show. They were at Cheers uh, Craft Beer and Wine at the Herschel and St. John's Triangle in the Riverside area of Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, your editor was there, and it was a very good show back on October the 14th uh, with Psychic Deli. Also, by the way, I want to remind you, the Mad Max Mix Internet Radio Show. The Mad Max Mix Internet Radio Show can be heard Wednesday night. It's a Wednesday night, the Wednesday night music request show each Wednesday night from 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. That's 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time and can be accessed at www.madmaxmix.weebly.com or simply go to bigjreport.com, scroll the Neighbors 2 page, or scroll the outside the box section, and you'll find the easy to click on links for the Mad Max, uh, the Mad Max mix each Wednesday night, six to eight Central Time, seven to nine Eastern Time. The Mad Max Mix uh, North Florida local band Psychic Deli uh, played the rooftop at the San Sebastian Winery in St. Augustine back on Friday night, November the fourth. They've been very, very busy. Also, here's an interesting one that I found recently. The uh, classic music group America will be performing live at the Florida Theater in downtown Jacksonville, Florida. America did songs such as Tin Man, uh, Ventura Highway. A lot of good songs, mainly in the 70s and 80s, I believe. Um, so, again, the classic music group America will be performing live at the Florida Theater in downtown Jacksonville, Florida, on January the 20th of 2022, with a showtime showtime at 8 o'clock p.m. on January the 20th of 2022 for America at the Florida Theater. Also, uh, another report from Chris Parker concerning local North Florida band Psychic Deli. Uh, quoting Chris Parker, Chris says, Psychic Deli has a show lined up. Um... For January the 21st, Psychic Deli alive and kicking at the Boost War in Atlantic Beach on January the 21st. That one is still on the books officially. Psychic Deli, just a few days ago, right before Christmas, they were at the Boost War too. 
But their next show at the Voussoir Psychic Deli will be alive and kicking at the Voussoir in Atlantic Beach on January the 21st. That one is still on schedule and on the books officially. Thanks to Chris Parker with the local uh, North Florida Bend Psychic Deli uh, for keeping us updated on their shows at the Voussoir in Atlantic Beach. Also came across this one. The Beach Boys will be in St. Augustine, Florida. That's exactly right. The Beach Boys. The Beach Boys will be in St. Augustine, Florida on Saturday night, February the 25th of 2023 at 7.30 p.m. at the St. Augustine, Florida Amphitheater. Also, we got Toto and Journey. That's Journey and Toto coming to Jacksonville, Florida soon and actually just a few weeks from now. On Sunday, February the 26th of the new year of 2023 at 7.30 p.m. at the Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. Your chance to see Toto and Journey, to see them right here in North Florida. That's going to do it for North Florida Entertainment. The Icemen are hot on ice, winning eight of their last nine games. And that's some of the latest North Florida Entertainment. We also gave you other area sports with our BigJReport.com SEC Power Rankings. We talked high school football state champions in uh, Florida, Georgia, and Alabama as well. And again, the Jaguars' next game, as we're talking to you here on episode show number 74 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast, The Jaguars' next game is going to be this coming Sunday, January the 1st. The Jaguars will kick off at 1 o'clock in Houston. The Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans' big game this coming Sunday, January the 1st at 1 o'clock p.m. The Jaguars trying to hit the 500 mark. They're trying to win this one, and then they've got a big one against the Titans the week after on January the 8th. If the Jaguars can win both of their remaining games, they're going to win the AFC South title. If for some reason they lose to Houston, they can still beat Tennessee the last game of the season, the 17th game of the season, and still win the AFC South title. By the way, Tennessee's got a tough game on Thursday night football, December the 29th. The Tennessee Titans, I should say, have a tough game coming up on Thursday night football. December the 29th, kickoff at 8.15 p.m. The Cowboys will play the Tennessee Titans at Nissan Stadium. The Cowboys 11-4, the Tennessee Titans 7-8. The Jaguars also 7-8. That'll do it for the Till Short Report podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Scott. Thanks to our producers, Alex Nunnery, and our executive producer, JC. You have a great day. Thank you for listening. Wait a second. We got an encore. Before we can get out the door with episode show number 74, I got an encore. We're also going to, you know, say some shout outs to folks uh, real quick during this cold weather. want to say hello to Enrique Crumbs from the Panhandle. Plays a lot of indoor and arena football. David Martin, hello to you. He's going to come out of retirement and play for the, uh, what is the name of that team? The Panhandle Crusaders, I believe, in the APDFL. Uh, David Martin, hello to you, Mike Riggins. Special hello to Mike. I, I talked to Mike, you know, over the Christmas holiday. Mike, glad to hear you're doing okay. want to say hello to Chris Parker and TJ Overman with the uh, local North Florida band Psychic Deli. Thank you for listening. Chris Bowman, hello to you. Ella Smith, our good friend Richard Oliver. Ray Jenny, 
in our Facebook group, the BigJReport.com Facebook group. I want to say hello to Robert Irwin in our group. He's also in the Jaguars Let's Go group. Uh, William Kearse, um, that's William Curtis Kearse. Hello to you. Bobby I, thank you for listening. David Monk Rickley, hello to you. Uh, my my wife of uh, my wife now of about uh, three months. Wow, time flies, right? Time does time does fly. It's been over two months, almost getting toward three. Aline, hello to you. Thank you for listening in. Uh, David Monk Rickley, special hello to you. Bobby Eyde, William uh, Curtis Kears, Robert Irwin, Jerry Brown from Jaguars. Let's go. Hello to you. Ray Jenny, Ellis Smith. Man, it's hard to remember and mention everyone, but if I miss somebody, hey, I'll catch you on the flip side. Looking over the high school football stuff, the report I got on Chaminade Madonna was they lost their state championship to Bishop Gorman. And then I saw another report. They actually won the game, but we'll get the details worked out. Previously, we'd reported Bishop Gorman defeated Chaminade uh, Madonna. It was Bishop Gorman 49, Chaminade Madonna 14. I know a guy that followed, kind of follows that school. So uh, when we get that information, we will pass that along to you. Again, I've got one report that says Chaminade Madonna won the state championship. Then I saw this other report where they lost to Bishop Gorman, Bishop Gorman 49, Chaminade Madonna 14. We'll update that and let you know officially what's going on. Um, so, again, I appreciate everybody tuning in, listening um, to our podcast. Enrique Crum, special hello to you. and. You know, every time I finish one of these podcasts and I've done like a little shout out list, I say, oh, I miss so-and-so. Andy Powers in the UK listing in. Andy Powers, one of my best friends over in the UK. Uh, He's a big Jaguars fan, too. Listens in the Wales area, Newport, Wales. Want to say hello to our folks in Northern Ireland listing in. uh, The Philippines, Australia, wherever you happen to be listening. Got a lot of people listening in the UK, London. Hello to you. And by the way, we're listened to in as many now, as many as 37 states plus District of Columbia. Thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. A little bit of an encore with a shout out list. You guys have a have a great day. Thank you for listening. And again, the Teal Shirt Report podcast has been eloquently produced by Alex Nunry and our executive producer, JC, thank you for listening to episode show number 74 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Have a great day. Go Jaguars. Man, we got a shot at winning the AFC South Division. If we can win the next two, we're in. Playoffs, baby, right? Thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We'll be back in a few minutes or a few hours, depending on when you tune in across the Teal Shirt Report podcast network. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. I'm your host, Scott. We'll talk to you again very soon. Hope you had a Merry Christmas, and we wish for all of our listeners a very happy new year coming up in the new year 2023. And let's hope January can be renamed. Let's hope January can be renamed Jaguary in January. Thank you for listening. 
to the Teal Shirt Report Podcast, episode 74. I'm your host, Scott. Have a great day. I'm out. We'll talk to you soon.